honestly. to another episode of honestly a podcast <laughs> with zoe and logan that was logan and that was zoe wow wow who the thug who the thug here we are i almost said in the flesh but we're not because we're on zoom we are on zoom very much not in yeah. the flesh <laughs> nar 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 <laughs> Oh, things are going well. Well, well, well. What a day. What a day. What a day. Um, you know, apropos of nothing, if any sponsors are interested in picking up this podcast, in sponsoring us, in giving us money. Munty. Munty, hunty. That could be really cool. For no, no reason. There's no reason why we're all of a sudden like asking that point blank but if anyone is listening and like has a hookup please reach out (laughs) if someone would like to buy every single item of merch available in our store please please do that the kind Um, benefactor (laughs) would like to provide us with a large sum of money (laughs) if anyone is just like really into like a pair of neurotic women to pay <laughs> to do nothing <laughs> just like a real real specific sugar daddy situation yeah um that would be great uh, i think like that's that's a kink right it has to be <laughs> it has to be just two mentally unstable women yes <laughs> who have a podcast <laughs> That's someone's thing. Come on. Hey. Hey. Announce yourself. <laughs> we see you. We support it. I'm just saying we may we may need <laughs> the money at some point. At some point by the end of August. <laughs> not, Who knows? Not get not specific. specific. <laughs> this is the ballpark. Um, how are you doing? I'm 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 on Zoom. I am here. I am. <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> that's an answer enough. <laughs> yeah. No. That that says all you need to know. No, I'm uh, I'm doing the best I can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Given. The situation of everything. The circumstances. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I would agree with that statement. It's been an interesting day. Mm -hmm. What a day it's been. What a day. What a year, you know? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Very that. Uh Uh (laughs) Very Mm -hmm. interesting couple of hours Mm -hmm. this day has been. Um, (laughs) How are you? Oh... Oh, hitting me with a hard question. 
Aside from all of that, that we just vaguely referenced, um, I'm just so tired of going on Twitter and seeing people get vaccinated. Yeah. And, like, I'm not tired of, like, people getting vaccinated. I think it's really fantastic. Um, I'm happy for the people that are getting vaccinated. I would just like to be one of them. Yeah, I'm tired of me not getting vaccinated. It's just so... Um, hard to go on Twitter and see people in our age range who live in the States, for example, who are just like fully vaxxed up yeah. on a Wednesday. And I'm <laughs> double like, cheeked up double cheeked up on a Wednesday. And I'm just like, I wish that could be me. Yeah. Just li- like literally that TikTok sound where it's like, <laughs> you wish that was you. Huh? Like, yeah. <laughs> I do. Yeah, I do. Like, I love vaccines. I wish I could be a part of one one day. One day. Um, but I just like don't really have words to describe the ways in which Ontario has like royally just messed this one up. It's uh, like Ontario and also Canada, yeah. like the provincial and the federal governments really linked up to just say fuck you to everyone. Yeah, they were like, Oh, you want this? You want a vaccine? You want a vaccine? And then they threw it away. They just go fetch. They threw it up into the sky and made a wish. Made a wish. Yeah, very that. Um, it's been completely bungled and it's um, just really disheartening. <laughs> it's only continuing to bungle more. Yeah. Just when you thought it couldn't get more bungled. <laughs> it was like, hey, watch this. Electric bungaloo too. <laughs> oh, nar. Um, nar. Nar, 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 nar. Um, yeah, it's just, it's, it's, it's like I have like vaccine envy, you know? Yes. I'm just like, I'm now feeling like the DW meme where she's standing at the fence, like, just yes. like looking in. It's like, that's me seeing yes. all these people get vaccinated. And I'm like, fuck, like, what's that like? <sighs> I, 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 I don't even know. And like, a big part of the issue is that like Canada doesn't have, places like manufacture the vaccine ourselves so that's that's why we don't have any to like hand out yeah but they good good news they're opening one up 2025 that's very helpful for right now mm-hmm. great 2025 see you then <laughs> yeah that will help us a lot yeah right. no it's like um press time What's that expression, like, closing the barn door after the horses have run out or something like that? It's just kind of, like, great, and that'll be super helpful, like, for the next pandemic. (laughs) If this ever happens again. Which, like, frankly, if it does, I'll just kill myself because I'm not not doing this again. I've seen this before. No. Um, So it's, like, that's great that, like, in the future, this maybe won't happen in Mm. terms of, like, not being able to, like, produce the vaccines. Um, But, like, what are we doing now? What are we doing, like, in the moment? Get people vaccinated. Get them vaxxed up. Vaxxed up. And a really fun thing also happened Mm. here where they they, uh, started to give out vaccines. It was very Mm. exciting for a moment. Mm -hmm. And then it was, like, okay, you get your first one. 
um maybe you'll get your second one but we might not do it at all yeah also we mm-hmm. can just like try again with another one we maybe like won't give that to you so would that be good for you do you like that does that work technically you're vaccinated a little bit you're you like, know not like you're not like zero percent i just think it's kind of rude of you to like complain when i'm like trying to help you like and you're just like asking like a lot of us right now i just feel like i'm doing my best and i'm getting nothing but criticism hmm. from you but like, like that's fine so i did hard. give you half a dose <laughs> hmm. JT's like, what? Make fun socks aren't enough for you anymore? You want me to actually do my job? What if what if they had little needles on them? Would that, like, would that be, be fun? cute? Would, would that be like, like that? Would that be effective as a vaccine? What if I like blow dried my hair? Would you like what, that? What if I wore my shirt just a little bit unbuttoned? What if you could see like a little bit of chest hair. Just a little bit. Would you like that? Like a whisper of chest hair. Would that be good? Would that be like what if equal I to my a vaccine? <laughs> so you could see my yeah. forearms. Yeah. What if I made like a vague Star Wars reference instead of giving you the vaccine? I hate our prime minister. (laughs) (laughs) What if I like gave a speech that was meant to be comforting, but I delivered it as if I were your fifth grade drama teacher? Would you like that? I would like that. If I just emphasized words that I thought would be powerful, (laughs) I am here today to tell you. What if I cried? (laughs) Just like a single tear, though. Like, really, like, kind of poetic. A single manly, a single manly poetic tear. Yeah. Would any of those things be helpful to you? (laughs) Like, I know it's not a vaccine, but I could offer you that. So Mm -hmm. take it or leave it, frankly. I've done my job. (laughs) There have been multiple times in the past couple of days where, like, I've been on Twitter and then somebody's posted, like, their vaccine selfie and I'm like I have to close out of this app immediately or I will start crying (laughs) no like I might spontaneously combust like we're getting closer I feel it burning no it's like we've held on for so long but I think it's um it's bubbling right right beneath the surface I think we're like mere moments away from like hereditary it and just like song our heads off piano wire wire. let's go I just um, think that could be powerful for us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's um so hard to see people living your dream, you know? It's just like I'm very happy um, mm-hmm. that you can do that. I would like to be involved also. That's the thing. I'm thrilled. I am like, I'm so thrilled for the people, especially yeah. in the States who are getting vaccinated. They've had such a fucking shit year of it. So thrilled. I just am so mad at our governments for failing us in this moment and in so many moments prior to this and like it's it's a nice touch too that like Ontario is like getting mad at people like in our age Mm. range for like being the cause of the pandemic as if we're not like the workforce (laughs) that like has to be doing stuff like people who work in retail in the service industry grocery stores stores. yeah no like stop going to all these parties and it's like I don't know like at the beginning I was seeing a lot of that on Instagram Mm -hmm. but like I don't know not really seeing that so much anymore like, um, I don't know I man. do drive past people's homes and see them like <laughs> fully gathered with a group of their peers yeah <laughs> so I don't That's know lovely I don't know but you know aside from that I'm okay um <laughs> and from the weight of the world 
Yeah, aside from like the existential dread that I feel on a daily basis, um, I'm peachy keen jelly bean. Doing great. (laughs) Doing great couldn't be better. Yeah, that's a fact. That is a fact. That's just it. That's just it. (laughs) Just a moment of silence for just pour one out for our mental health. (laughs) All that could have been. Yeah. No, I love that for us. Have you been enjoying any content this past week? Any tent, new tent? (laughs) Um, I'm doing that thing that seems to happen um, annually. Okay. (laughs) Maybe this will be my um, wrapped Spotify (laughs) new musical. Um, I've decided to fixate on. So I finally listened to Waitress in full. Very good. Very good musical. Yeah, I haven't seen the musical. I saw the movie. The movie's really good. <laughs> so, like, all it's Sarah Bareilles, like, uh, wrote all yes. the music, and it's like very also Kamiko Glenn, who is yes. so, so I had no idea that she was like a Broadway person. Her voice I is know. so good, she's the cutest. I love her, so sweet. And her like accent in the musical is like very funny, like, it's <laughs> just like. She does, like, a very good southern twang. Like, it's very, like, believable that that would be her voice. Like, Aww. it doesn't feel like she's doing a southern accent. Yeah, like, I it's know. Just it like, so oh, she has a southern sometimes. accent. <laughs> so I've been listening to a lot of that, which then means I'm listening to a lot of, like, other musicals that I have saved yeah. on Spotify. Um, something I didn't know that is probably, like, everyone's like, okay, yeah, I knew that. But <laughs> the girl who plays Zoe in Dear Evan Hansen mm-hmm. is in The Politician with Ben Platt. Oh, who is she? It's Laura Dreyfus. Oh! I okay. didn't know that was her, but I found that out, and it was very that interesting. seems like a I mean, fun fact you should have known. <laughs> I know, I was very disappointed in myself. Being the <laughs> Evan Hansen stan that you are. The Evan Stanson. Hansen. <laughs> Quick quick note on Dear Evan Hansen I know we talked about this before with like Goodreads and stuff like that (laughs) and like people not understanding like nuance to things I don't know a lot of TikToks I'm seeing lately just being like this is the worst musical because like Evan's like not a good person and I'm like I don't think the point is that he's a good person like I don't think you were ever supposed to believe that he was a good person (laughs) like you can feel sad that he is like anxious and can't make friends but I don't think it's like he didn't do anything wrong like it's very obvious that he did something wrong yeah the whole plot of that is he like befriends somebody's sister who killed themselves yeah, or something. Yeah, he pretend like he has to write letters to himself because he's like in therapy. That's her, like right. dear Evan Hansen. Yes, and then this kid in their school like commits suicide, and he like the sister finds the note, and then he like makes up this friendship that they had right, to kind of right, like right. keep the family thinking that like he had friends and that he himself has yeah. friends. And it's just, like, I don't know, like, I, I feel like a lot of content lately, people are, like, not understanding that the main character doesn't have to be, like, a good character for yeah. it to be the main character. People do seem to struggle with that. It's funny that you mentioned Goodreads, because I do have something to mention oh. about that in a minute, so continue on, but it's very funny that you mentioned that. Like, I just, it's actually, like, I feel like an old person, because I just <laughs> want to go, like, kids these days don't understand, but, like, it really does feel like... 
a lot of like media in general lately it's like well I can't like this because the the character who's the main character is kind of mean and it's like okay but are you supposed to like recognize that it's mean right like do you are they trying to sell it to you as they're not mean (laughs) people don't understand nuance sometimes right because like the whole the whole point is that you feel bad for him but at the same time you're like you can't do that like yeah like you recognize that what he's doing is wrong yeah part of the story it's part of the story it's part of what makes it sad is because you know he knows that it's wrong but also that he's being selfish yeah I don't know I found it very frustrating (laughs) because I keep seeing that I just want to go it's the point like like you're truly missing the point so much (laughs) so much that's really all the content though that I've been consuming other than like things that you already know like the office criminal minds all of the above sure um resident alien is still on and it's still very fun and I think people should watch it you are the uh, resident resident <laughs> alien stand. <laughs> I do think that you would enjoy it though. It does sound it like try. it sounds pretty funny, I will say. Alan Tudyk's very like funny as a character actor. Like he's yeah. like, a really good. I really enjoy him. Um, what about you? What content oh. have you been consuming? Thank you for asking. Let me reference my list, even though I think <laughs> there's only like two things on it. Um, oh, I well, I mentioned this to the other to the other. To, oh my god, <laughs> I mentioned this to you the other day in passing, but I watched the Tina Turner documentary yeah. that's on Crave, um, which is fantastic. Would highly recommend everybody go watch it. Um, so I've been I watched that on the weekend, so I've been listening to a lot of Tina Turner since yeah. then, which is great. Um, I also read another book. Oh my god, she's doing it. I read three books in the month of March, which oh <laughs> is pretty impressive, I will say. Um, and so I'm ahead of my goal for the year, which is nice. And I can slack off. <laughs> yeah, you can, you can slow it down. Um, I read Milk Fed by Melissa Broder. Um, and this is why I wanted to talk about Goodreads, because, again, like, I'm really bad at, like, synopsizing I keep saying that and I don't think that's a word. Summarizing, it I is guess, now. is maybe better. I'm not good at summarizing books, but, like, it's about, like, a young Jewish woman who, I mean, like, she has, like, an eating disorder, so it's kind of triggering to read if, like, you have any yeah. sort of, like, disordered eating past. <laughs> like, I definitely found it hard to read in places because I was, like, um, but it's really good. And, like, um, anyway, she's, like, this, like, young Jewish woman. She's, like, 24, has, like, an eating disorder and like a really complicated relationship with her mother she ends up like meeting this other like orthodox jewish woman um and they like start a relationship together and it's just like anyway it's like that whole thing i'm like really not explaining it very well but it was very good (laughs) i would definitely recommend it um but like trigger warning for the eating disorder part of it but anyway um as per usual like go on like goodreads afterwards to like rate the book and then like i've like started seeing what other people have to say more so for entertainment at this point because it's always deranged it's always <laughs> like without fail they will find something like horrendously wrong with it mm. and it's like i think your anger is misplaced okay so are you ready for this i'm so- not but i am <laughs> So, like, in the book, the main character's name... Oh, my God. <laughs> End it all. We're hanging up. <laughs> oh, my God. This is the end. The main character's name is Rachel. And, like, it's not like they explicitly say that she's, like, bisexual. But, like, it's, like, in the text that she's had relationships with men and women. Yeah. So, it's, like, that's, like, kind of what you're inferring Implied, from it. Yeah. Um, 
And so <laughs> this person on Goodreads in like the reviews was like, this book was on like a list of like new LGBTQ books coming out this year. And so I read it and the main character is bisexual, but she has sex with a man. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm sorry. Yes. <laughs> like, question mark. Yes. It was the weirdest, like, biphobic review I've ever read. I'm just like, you're mad because a bi character has sex with a was man? Bi? Like, that's literally what it means. You're mad that a bisexual character is bisexual? It was so bizarre. I was like, that's yeah, the she... bi part of it. Like, I guess the, I, I don't know. I guess there's a miscommunication, but it's just like, yeah, she has, like, relationships with women, but also with men. Which and they were like, so. <laughs> The review is insane. Like, I wish I should have, like, took a screenshot of it so I could have, like, read it to you verbatim because, like, the way that they said it was so deranged. They were like, she has sex with a man, like, in text or something like that. It was just, like, in text. Like, like, in the the text, she has sex with a man. I'm not reading between the lines. They said it explicitly. (laughs) Dead ass. Like... I'm not imagining things. The author wrote it down in a sort of book. (laughs) How you say book. Book. It was just like the weirdest thing. It was like, like I took from it. They're like, why was this on a list of LGBTQ books? I was like, I don't know. Because the characters, like that's what the B stands for. (laughs) I'm going to tell you something that's going to distress you. But B stands for bisexual which like, what means do we, what are we thinking like, that stands think, for like what do you think that means that you're mad that that character like that's what they said it was fucking insane i was like please I find even... that for me after and show me because i will so funny. certainly try because it was really so bizarre and then of course like there were other characters like this was the other thing that got me so like the book's written in first person so it's like Rachel is telling the story basically she's the narrator like that's what first person is I think we all know that (laughs) um and then people were saying about how the um character her name is Miriam that's the one who she like starts the relationship with um they were like we don't really learn anything about her like as a person beyond like what Rachel tells us and I'm like It's almost like that's the point. I was like, like it's once again, like it's through someone else's eyes. Like once again, the point is here, and these people are fucking over here. I'm like, you are. I how do you miss the point that badly? It's like, yes, like Rachel is like this is a story through her eyes. You are only going to learn as much about the other characters as she tells you. It's like every <gasps> every single Goodreads review is like. Um, this book was, like, fine. Um, I actually wish it was, like, an entirely different book, and I think it would have been better if I had written a book about something else. Yes. Because that's what I was looking for, but instead I'm gonna be mad that someone wrote a book how they wanted to write a book. That is literally it. I, like, Goodreads is the most polarizing place (laughs) because, like, it's so funny. Like, I, like, I don't look at the reviews before I read a book, but it's like, I'll look at like what ratings it has. And it's like, you know, like 
a lot of the times like I'm like reading stuff that has like predominant like four star ratings or something like that like stuff that is like like, I'm not like reading like something that like is mostly one stars because like it's probably not good (laughs) so it's like stuff that is like good star ratings and so I'm like okay great and then I read it and I'm like wow like I love this like I don't know like maybe I'm just easy to please or something and then I'll go in and read the reviews and it's either people are like this is the greatest book I've ever read I would die for the author I would die for these characters I want to be buried with this book (laughs) Or people are like, this is the biggest flaming pile of horseshit I've and if ever you read. Like it, and if you like it, you're an idiot and deserve to die. <laughs> and you're like, fair. Fair, fair enough. enough. <laughs> I that just reminds me of something else too. Also good read specific. <laughs> when I read like whatever was it two years ago, I guess, that final girls book or whatever. Oh yeah. Some of the reviews on that too were like it was predictable like I knew who was gonna be like the bad person at then it's like yeah it's like you're following a case like that's the point of the book they're gonna give you clues so you can like piece it together yourself and then you can be like I knew it at the end or something like that's like that's like literally watching a like SVU and being like that was too obvious like I knew he was the one who did it like yeah it's like all stuff like that follows a certain formula and it's like they yeah. they want you to figure it out at a certain point because if there were no clues leading up to like who the bad who the killer actually was yeah. and then it turned out to be that person you'd be like but ha- wait how exactly <laughs> the author didn't <laughs> didn't line up the story well enough it's like goodreads <laughs> is such an insane place like i don't understand it's like, the- like- <laughs> It's, like, in the middle of, like, how we were saying, like, Pinterest is, like, a beautiful place with, like, no commentary. It's, like, right after Twitter. Like, Twitter is, like, the most commentary you could possibly have. Then it's Goodreads. Then it's YouTube. Goodreads is such a toxic community. Like It's, like, right up there with Twitter. Like, it's right up with, like, you're too opinionated and you just need to keep it to yourself. Like, it's so, it's so funny. And it's just, like, it's so funny how, like people can have such varying opinions on the same thing yeah because it was like like in like milk fed which is the book that I just read it's like there are some sex scenes and like some people are like these were the most unrealistic (laughs) stupidest worst written sex scenes I've ever read in my life and then other people were like I thought they were great (laughs) I'm just like like, I read in the text it was in text her sex with the man (laughs) it was in text (laughs) just so insane I'm just like I don't know I don't know and then it's like I don't know if you ever do this but it's like I've because I've read like a few books so far this year and it's like I rate them on Goodreads but then I like after I like read the reviews I'm like oh maybe I'm like being too generous with my rating you're like five stars wait is it actually one star you know there's been so many where it's like I've like initially given it a five star and then like I read too many reviews and I'm like okay four Four. stars (laughs) four I'll give it a four I don't want to like I don't want anyone to like directly to me right but okay <laughs> I'm just like okay like I'll take like one star off because like yeah maybe like the ending like wasn't I as don't good want as I wanted. confrontation <laughs> it's like that there are people like this is a one star book or I love the people who are like I'd rate this zero stars if I could <laughs> like here's a fun fact you don't have to rate it at all that's that's your call that's your choice, baby. It's also so funny. Sorry, like, I know this is a lot of, like, Goodreads commentary or, like, discourse, but it's There's just, a lot like, to discuss. It's such like, a lot insane to platform, but it's just, like, why do you feel the need to write reviews? Like, you're not a mama, you're not a book critic. <laughs> mama, you're, you're not, not a book, book critic. critic. Title of the episode. Um, But, like, 
genuinely, Mama, you're not a book critic. <laughs> yes, Mama. Yes, Mama. <laughs> it's shrill. But it's just like, I don't understand. I'm just like, that's fine. Like, if you didn't like, like, if you didn't like the book, that's fine. You didn't like it. But like, do you have to like go on this like multi-paragraph diatribe about how it was the worst thing you ever read? They're so long. They're so long. I love, sorry, we're going off on a tangent. (laughs) I love so much. It actually like fills my heart with like glee because of how deranged it is when they write reviews. And they have like dashes separating paragraphs. Yes. Or, like, suddenly something's in italics and oh. like, quotes. And I'm like, yes. wait, wait, I didn't sign up for this newsletter. No. I just came to like save this book into a list of books I'm never going to read. Very that. That's the worst when I'm just like, oh, like, let me like look through the reviews. And I like click on one because it's like, oh, like expand to read more. And then it's just like a 1700 word essay. <laughs> on why the book was done. like I can't I can't get into that no oh my god wait I'm gonna see if I can find oh my god the review about (laughs) the character being bisexual and then having sex with a man and why that was so upsetting (laughs) to this person I just I I know I talked about this before the last time we talked about Goodreads but it's like Dumplin too like Mm. people were mad that she was like self-conscious and I was like that's (laughs) quite literally the point of the book (laughs) oh my god that is the story (laughs) Wait, okay, so that's, like, the other thing. So, like, obviously, like, this character, Rachel, has, like, an eating disorder and has, like, very, like, warped, like, views on, like, her body yeah. and, like, other people's bodies. And so it's, like, there are, like, parts in the book where it's just, like, she's clearly, like, very fat phobic and, like, scared yeah. of gaining any weight. And it's, like, you, like, learn about her, like, childhood and, like, what made her that way. Yeah. Hint, it was her mother. <laughs> her mom. Yeah. Um, and people are, like, well, I just, like, I didn't like how fat phobic she was. And it was, like... <sighs> Well, like, no, no one shit. likes it. <laughs> no one likes it, but that's the character. And, like, so that's just the character, like, and then it's that. like you see her progression as she learns that like eating is okay. Like it's just like it's this like I don't know. People complain about the weirdest things, and I'm like, I really just it's just like it would be know. so boring if every piece of like content you consumed, at, like everyone was good all the time. Yes. That would not be entertaining, that's and that would exactly not be realistic. It. That's literally it. And it's like, I don't know, like, I guess like all the books that I've read so far this year have kind of had like main characters who, first of all, are like women who are like not necessarily likable. And it's just like, you can still enjoy the book. And like, I'm still rooting for these people, despite the fact that they're not like typically likable characters. Like, I don't know. It's the weirdest (laughs) thing. I would, I really wish I could find this review. Oh my God. That's so funny. I'm really mad that this character who was bisexual and advertised as such uh, then (laughs) engaged in bisexual activity. (laughs) Oh my god, wait. Okay, here it is. Here it is. I found it. So this is what they say. It's listed on Amazon as LGBT literary fiction. So do not make the mistake I made in seeing (laughs) LGBT... (laughs) And Rachel and Miriam have a relationship and assume Rachel is not A, bisexual, and B, obsessed with male approval. She has sex on page with a male character. And then in brackets, in brackets, on page, and then in brackets, towards the end of the book, like in case people like need to stop reading before it gets to that part. Hold on, hold on, hold on. On page. Like, 
in text was already deranged, but on page, I have to leave. <laughs> like, I have to turn this off and go somewhere else. I also like don't understand what they're saying because they're like, don't make the mistake I made in seeing the word, like seeing LGBT and Rachel and Miriam have a relationship and assume Rachel is not bisexual. Why would you assume she's not that's bisexual? LGBT. That's the B once again. What and do then, you like, think that stands for? It explicitly says that like she starts a relationship with this woman. And then obsessed with male approval. It's like, again, that's like another, like, <laughs> that's part of the character. Like, oh my god. <laughs> but was it I, on page, it Logan? on page. And out and of pocket. And that's on page. <laughs> that's on page. Isn't that insane? I'm going to take a screenshot of that so I can have that forever. Oh my god. <laughs> what does that mean? I also, like... Because, like, I don't know, I guess, like, one of, like, the, like, critic reviews of it called it, like, wildly erotic or something like that. And this person's just like, was it erotic? Uh, that depends on your definition. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I guess. I guess that's true for a lot of descriptors. And it's just like, yeah, okay. Like, maybe, like, it, maybe it didn't do it for you. Okay, that's, that's fine. That's okay. (laughs) Maybe it did. I don't know. Oh my god. Depending on your definition. Yeah, that's generally how things work. It's It's so... called having an opinion. It's so insane. Oh my god, that's so deranged. On page. On page. I can't. I can't handle that. I don't know, man. Goodreads is a crazy place. It's a godless place. <laughs> it's a godless place. <laughs> We found love. <laughs> <laughs> we found love in a godless, godless place. Oh, uh, yeah. God. So, anyway, the two things, <laughs> the two content things that I've consumed in the past week are the Tina Turner documentary and Milk Fed by Melissa Broder. <laughs> and what a journey that book has been. <laughs> She's given me so much. <laughs> Wow, I feel changed after having heard that review in, in full. <laughs> I, I'll have to find you some more good ones because I definitely Please. came across a few. <laughs> Please. I'm going to find the dumpling one to send you after too because like it was literally like, she's like really rude about her own body and everyone else's body. And it's like, yeah. That's the point. <laughs> yeah, that is the story. <laughs> like it's so weird. I don't know. I know that we like talked or like I talked about this on like a previous episode about like when people critique books, I'm just like, okay, but like, did you write one? <laughs> Like, could you do better? I'm just like, like, I just feel like a lot, like, I'm not saying you have to, like, like something, but it just feels weird to critique it when I'm just like, it was probably, like, a a choice that the author made, and maybe you don't like it, but that, like... But they did it for a reason, They did it for a reason. And you being like, this character was unlikable. It's like, okay, yeah, that was the point. Like, (laughs) Especially when they go on, like, such big reviews, too. Like, this isn't your job. This is, like, you spending some, like, extra time in your day and, like, going on an absolute tangent that no one needed. No. But then you're, like, criticizing a book for, like, the point of it. Like, okay, you didn't like it. That's okay. We don't need all of this. It's it's really fine. It's really okay. I don't know. You don't need all of this. 
Hi guys, just a heads up that the following conversation deals with topics such as sexual assault and may be triggering for some listeners. What's going on? What's what's happening in the world? God, where to like where to even begin with any of this? But James Charles, I guess, is a good enough place to start. The James back Charles at it, it again. <laughs> back at it again. What this is now five or six times this has happened. I really have lost count, which is frightening. Um, another teen boy, underage child, um, has come forward and shown proof that james charles was like texting him inappropriately um (laughs) so uh de-platform the literal pedophile you have uh in your midst i just don't know what else people need at this point to see that he is not a good guy there's something really like telling about this last one too Mm. because it's like the second the proof that he was like talking to him is out he immediately gets angry Mm -hmm. and is like well you lied about your age meanwhile he told him earlier on and you can see that like in the messages or like in his snapchat bio or whatever it was but i don't know youtube it seems like there's a problem here like a a (laughs) deep-rooted issue that maybe we need to address it also feels insane to be like to like get defensive and be like well you lied about your age when it's like if this was the first time this has happened I could see how that might be like a plausible defense but like we said this is um the 87th time this has happened and so at this point it's just a pattern of behavior rather than like a oopsie I thought you were 18. (laughs) If this like if this happens to you a lot and you're like darn this keeps happening maybe check that first Maybe that's the first thing you do is go, how old are you? Also prove that, please. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, also, maybe don't message your fans in a sexual manner. Oh, like maybe that's at all, something. honestly. Just yeah, like... don't, don't talk to them. This is like, he has one of those numbers, which like we oh, haven't yes. talked about this before, but this is a very interesting, weird parasocial Ooh. Ooh, nightmare. Smoky glow with the parasocial like, relationship. <laughs> Like this is this is a boundary yeah. that I don't think should have ever been crossed. Mm-mm. It's really creepy that all these celebrities now have like a fake phone number that like fans can text them and like they're not really texting you. No, <laughs> they're not. It's like some intern. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> oh my god, sister slay, sister yes, slay, sister snapped, <laughs> like. It's very weird. And I know that I would have been all over it at a certain yeah. <laughs> point in my life. But well, that's the thing. It's like, again, like we were teenagers. I was gonna say not that long ago, but like, sadly, it was like a long time ago. Um, but it's like, I totally get like being like 16 or 17 and like having like a celebrity or an influencer, I guess like now or they're like such a big deal. Do you like look <laughs> up to you and you're like, oh my yeah. god, like I love this person so much. And like, yeah, sure, you as the 16 or 17 year old are like, yeah, I want to text with them. It is the responsibility of the adult in this situation, aka the YouTuber, the yeah. James Charles in this situation, to be like, no, I'm not going to text you or like have any sort of yeah. relationship with you because that's a weird power dynamic. This is like an extremely, I just like, it's just, I remember the first time seeing it, it was like someone like Noah Centineo or someone like, it was like someone Mm. 
someone who was like very present in yeah <laughs> but like I was just like oh that's like not a real thing like I I think it's just going to be one of those like you know when you have to like pay for like entries in a contest to like win time to talk to this person like I thought it was something like that mm-hmm. and then I saw like more and more celebrities and like influencers getting these like weird numbers and I was like oh no I don't like that no. I don't like that it's just not a good vibe and I just think that we know this pattern of behavior from James like he's yeah. he's exhibited it time and time again and I just don't know why we keep sweeping it under the rug and like allowing him to continue on yeah. and like victimizing more kids and I feel like since the like uh geddon of it all <laughs> since that happened the fact that like Jeffrey and Shane have since like faced either they weren't canceled because they're still doing fine but like mm-hmm. the fact that they were people were trying to hold them accountable for things I feel like that whole thing swept the James Charles of it all under the rug mm-hmm. because like the point that Tati had in her first video <laughs> where she bi-sistered, um, I feel like that is still still happening. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's no. what he keeps getting called out for. Like, there was truth to that. I think that was, like, the one thing in her video that there was, like, some truth to. Yeah. But then, like you said, with, like, <laughs> Dramageddon, that part of it got swept under the rug yeah. and everything more concerned about like Shane Dawson and Jeffrey and it was like okay but (laughs) but there's still that and we just keep getting more proof of that right behavior from him and at this point like I don't know like I know that Ethan keeps making TikToks and stuff about it (laughs) but all all these people on TikTok will like try to say something about James Charles and every single one gets taken down for harassment and bullying and it's like at what point do like you as a platform have to go like "Mm, we're not going to continue to put this pedophile up on our right on our platform and give him access to teens he can snapchat and ask for pictures of their armpits that is such a weird kink like not really upsetting but but like like shame (laughs) Like, you are a pedophile, so I'm going to shame you. Um, it's like, I don't know. I don't know why he keeps getting away with it. It's, yeah, it's, that's, YouTube, TikTok, please just mix it. Just don't, don't. And then it's like, like, I haven't heard anything about brands that he works with or any sponsorships that he has. Like, I haven't heard no. anything about them pulling out or, like, stepping away from him, like, God, I mean, like, the David Dobrik of it all, like, he, lo- he like, lost all of his major sponsors within days of yeah. the article coming out. And it's, like, meanwhile, it's, like, people have been talking about James yeah. Charles. And, you know, everybody just continues working with him. It's just, it's, like, the, it's the Seth situation, too, where it's, like, there's a difference in like not that women who come forward with sexual assault have have an upper leg or whatever upper mm. leg upper hand <laughs> my god <laughs> i'm losing my mind i was saying two things at once i was saying a leg, a leg up, up and an upper hand and an upper leg <laughs> you have a thigh in it and that's really <laughs> i can't my brain is literally <laughs> melting Every day. Me and my <laughs> upper leg. <laughs> uh, not that they get treated, like, better. Mm-hmm. 
But there's definitely, like, I feel like anytime there's, like, a male victim of, like, sexual assault, especially in, like, YouTube or, like, Mm -hmm. influencer communities, it's just, like, swept away. Yeah. It's, like, what? No, we've seen this before on YouTube with, like, older YouTubers, like, talking to their teen girl fans and there was like a reckoning like that there was there was a reckoning i think we need that now but for male influencers and youtubers taking advantage of their young male yeah, fans in absolutely. the same way i do think that that plays a really big part in it and like again like we talked about this like not that long ago but it's like misogyny benefits gay men yes like yeah I know, like, some people, like, are, like, oh, no, like, they're, <laughs> no, it's, like, no, it does. Like, yeah. white gay men benefit from misogyny, and so, like, James Charles benefits from the situation that he's in being, like, a man, a white, isn't, I mean, like, yeah. is he, like, Hispanic or something, or, is like, he? I, don't I don't know. know. I just assumed he's he was white. White. <laughs> partly white, at least. Um like a white man like he benefits from that and it's just like he is in such a position of power right now and it's like these kids who are coming out being like I was victimized by him everybody's mm-hmm. just like okay whatever like you know you're 17 so it's like I <laughs> and just like this is another thing that happens a lot especially with James Charles like in all these like 8,000 cases we've seen but it's like just because, like, okay, say, like, this 14-year-old, this 16-year-old, whatever, mm-hmm. messaged James Charles first and was sexually suggestive. Yeah. Okay. That's still James Charles bad for continuing the conversation. Right? Like, again, you as the adults are responsible for shutting yeah. that shit down. That's- if you decide to continue that conversation, that is your your own fault. And that is your... Like, you can't be an adult in this situation and be like, well, I, like, the 14-year-old, like, thought I was cute. Like, okay. Right. Well, you can't, you can't reciprocate that because that is gross and illegal. I'm, like, just looking him up and he's 21 years old. He'll be 22 this year. And I think that, like, is also part of the issue because, like, he is still so young. So I feel like people are, like oh, well, like, there's not that big of an age gap between, like, him and the people that he's messaging. And it's just like, okay, well, there's enough of a gap that makes it illegal, first of all. (laughs) And also, okay, like, even if, like, you're not concerned by the age, which, like, you should, um, the power imbalance is huge. Like, he's a celebrity. (laughs) This is someone people look up to. Often the people that he's talking to look up to. That's not, that's not appropriate. That's not appropriate. It's just so frustrating. I want to see all these men be held accountable for right, their actions. Please. <laughs> um, more to the, the David Dobrik of it all happened oh, since we last recorded. Yes. Jeff, do you want to get into that? Yeah. So, <laughs> stupidest man alive, Jeff Wittick. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he posted another video on his youtube channel um after taking down the first one Mm -hmm. 
he posted a second video basically to apologize for everything that he had said and said done up, <laughs> up until that point. Um, you know, he admitted that he like hadn't read the article. He had had somebody read it to him. Um, and that basically he just did not handle anything about that yeah. situation particularly well. He was reacting out of like emotion rather than taking the time to like properly reflect process and reflect yeah. and come up with like a, a good response which like I can understand that like you yeah. get caught up in something and you just like immediately and especially like that's how things work in the YouTube sphere mm -hmm. right it's just like it's whoever like can cast. come out first with their response like that's who people believe yeah and it's like you have to sway that so quickly mm -hmm. and so I totally get him like hearing bits and pieces of this yeah. article and feeling defensive because it's defensive you and your friends because you're like oh my god I've been accused of buying alcohol for these girls one of whom who was then like sexually assaulted like mm -hmm. oh my god I totally get like wanting to react emotionally and just like put something out that is like oh my god I had yeah. nothing to do with this um he obviously got torn apart for doing yes. that and Rightfully I think so <laughs> I think he learned his lesson um so he put out like a, a video um and like I don't know I said this to Zoe after we both watched it maybe I'm a sucker because he's a trash yeah <laughs> we literally text we literally texted each other that at the same time we were like okay like maybe I'm just being a little bit of a sucker but I do feel bad for him I think I and again like maybe I'm like way off base like I'm not gonna speak for both of us like I'll I'll take this one maybe I'm way off base I do think that he showed remorse for the situation yeah. I think you could tell that he was genuinely upset by everything that had happened both in the past and like recently with like the article and his like initial reaction to it um he has obviously been through a bit of a traumatic incident himself. He had, like, a really life-altering injury. Um, Something which definitely also is related to David, which I think also factors into his reaction to this. Yeah. The, everything is, like, interconnected, I think. Mm -hmm. um, he had this really bad injury, which he's still recovering from. He even admitted that, like... He has like not like brain damage, but, but like trauma to his trauma brain. to the brain. He like can't see very well out of his one eye. It's like a whole big thing, and I'm not saying that, that like excuses behavior, but I just think like I think that also factors into like his initial response to everything. Yeah. Like it doesn't excuse like what he did and did not do at the like in mm -hmm. the situation, but it does like provide. I don't know, like, a better context for, like, how he responded, how he reacted. Mm -hmm. Like, that makes more sense now, hearing this, like, second thing. Yeah. Because, like, I feel like everyone has that. Like, if you're being accused of something, you're going to react in, like, mm -hmm. a negative way. I think it was something. I still think that he did buy alcohol. Or at least was there Todd. when Todd <laughs> yeah. bought the alcohol. <laughs> like, I think he knows exactly what happened in that way and isn't being 100% truthful yeah. about that bit. I do think that he feels bad about it. And I do think that he has learned yeah. now from being, like, <laughs> ridiculed on the internet for, like, the way he responded. Mm -hmm. um, I also think it's, it's good that he is one of 
the only people to come forward and say anything. I agree. Um, but, you know. I I feel the same way. Like, he was the first person to, like, really respond to any of this, aside from David's two-minute-and-a-half initial video. Yeah. Um, Jeff was the first person to say anything. And, like, granted, what he said initially wasn't particularly good or productive. Yeah. But... I think, like, I will give him points for going on Frenemies and having that very painful conversation with Trisha and Ethan. I think, like... That interrogation. <laughs> like, he didn't have to do that, you know? No. Like, he could have just continued on, but he did it. And, like, it wasn't a good look for him. And yeah. they really... They got him. And it opened it up to a lot of uh, critique that rightfully, rightfully so. But, like, clearly he took that experience and, like like I don't know learned from it or something yeah at least like realized enough to like make another video mm-hmm. and like offer up a better apology for everything and he's also like of all the people involved mm-hmm. uh I think maybe I'm wrong but I think the only one to like put their money where their mouth is so far I and think donate money to rain yeah and kind of like do something productive with the money that he has. Um, I think David should have done that at the very least. Yeah. I like, that's exactly it because it's just like, okay, here's the thing. Like nothing you can say or do will change the past. Like what's done is done and it's fucked up. And like everyone can say their story until the cows come home. And you were complicit in that. And you were complicit, like at the very least. It's not going to change anything. I think the victim is owed an apology and it's really up to her if she wants to accept any Mm -hmm. of the various apologies that she's gotten. Um, That's up to her. But like as people who make a shit ton of money off of YouTube and who profited off of (laughs) and who profited off of vlogs like that that showed like literal sexual assault, um, the least you can do is donate money to an organization like Rain that helps support victims. And I think that's something, like, I think that, I think that shows something Mm -hmm. more than just, like, a weird two-minute apology and then another apology when people didn't take that one the right way. Yeah. Like, I feel like there's more work done with Jeff's where I still, I still think you know who bought it and know that you were present and Mm -hmm. aren't being honest about that. And I don't think that's appropriate. I think you should just say what happened because at this point, like what's going to happen? Well, exactly. Like it's all out there and people are going to find out if it goes further in any sort of way. So like, you might as well just say it now and like have your peace and just like, that's exactly I it. I feel like we've gotten so hung up on this, like, who bought the alcohol? Who was yeah. there when the alcohol was bought? And it's just, like, just somebody own up to yeah. it and, we and like, move on from it. Because mm-hmm. that is really not the main issue <laughs> no. at play here. No. It's not great, but it's not the main issue that we need to, like, work Focus on. on. <laughs> yeah. That's, we don't need to hone in on that specifically. I don't know. I just, I, it's kind of like, and um, Trisha also said that Jeff called her separately to apologize Mm -hmm. for um, just how things went on the Frenemies (laughs) podcast. all of it. (laughs) Um, 
And so she said that they are in a good place now. So can't wait for the Jeff, Trisha, Starbucks link up collab. They're going to have a separate podcast. They (laughs) should. Frenemies 2, the spinoff. So I think that's nice. Um, And he was going to like include his apology to Trisha in the video, but then decided that that was something he wanted to do privately with her, which I think is completely fair. Yeah. Um, So... Again, I think out of everyone who's like involved in the situation, he's like the only person who's like acknowledged it in mm-hmm. any meaningful way at this point. <laughs> I think like of all like specifically the men that were there too, mm-hmm. like I think it's the only situation where you're like, I can see that this is like weighing on you in yeah. some sort of way, like that you're thinking about this outside of like the couple minutes you post a video I don't think David has thought about this since to be honest his last video I think that's probably probably the last time he put any thought into it and it's like I'd rather somebody like say something and then be like you know what that wasn't that's like I've like revised how I like feel about the situation like, I'd rather somebody just, like, say the wrong thing in the first place and then learn from that and then, mm-hmm. like, try to make it right than just, like, not say anything. Because, like, this kind of goes into, like, the other thing that I wanted to talk about, yeah. which was Todd's apology. Where yes. it's, like, <laughs> Todd released an apology, I don't know, like, a few days ago. I, time is a blur, I don't know. <laughs> but, like, he hadn't said anything. Like, it had been almost two weeks and he hadn't said anything and then he came up with this, like, statement. Um, And, like, it's... <laughs> Like, it's, it would have been fine if he'd come out with it, like, right away. But it's yeah. just, like, after, like, almost two weeks of not saying anything, like, so that's, late. like, not, like, that's the best you can come up with sort of thing. Whereas, like, with um, Jeff, it's, like, okay, like, you said something right away and it was, like, not thought through. You were reacting on impulse, on emotion. I get that. But then you, like, took the time to, like, reflect and you're, like, okay, actually this is how I feel and I'm yeah. sorry and blah, 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 blah. It's like, I would prefer that, like, whatever. If you, like, make a mistake, that's fine. You can grow from there. You can move yeah. on. You can, like, try it again. But it's, like, somebody who just stays silent for two weeks and then comes out with, like, some really, like, obviously pre-written statement. Yeah. It's, like, not – it doesn't feel like you wrote it, first no. of all. Like, it's very impersonal. It's very just, like – also, once again, like, it was, like, a weird new format that we haven't seen Yeah, it, he, um, he hit us with the MS Word <laughs> apology. <laughs> new apology format just dropped. The uh, Times New Roman size 12 double-spaced apology. That's, hey, trendsetters. That's I, what influencers are about, baby. I appreciate that it wasn't a notes app apology. I appreciate that he had to like open up like Word <laughs> on his laptop and like t- or somebody had to do that and type it out for him. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll I'll read it. I pulled it up. Um, so this is uh Toddy. <laughs> I literally just want to like put my head in my hands, just I like can't take a grown man named Toddy seriously. Toddy? Hot Toddy. Um, he says, This is an apology to Hannah and her friends, an acknowledgement of my role and the trauma they went through that night and the pain they've carried every day since. I would like to own up to my mistakes and apologize to those I have hurt with my insensitivity. I do not condone. <laughs> Like, what insensitivity? Like, I don't know. Vague. I don't know. <laughs> Vague. What kind? Be specific. 
be specific be be specific um i do not condone sexual misconduct of any kind i am sorry for the disgusting comment i made in that video and any other videos <laughs> i love that part uh, where he's like i'm sorry for the comment i made in that one and honestly just any others i made they're gonna come up i know that they're out there ready to be posted and so, like frankly some of them advance. already have been <laughs> yeah. so <laughs> just any other comments i've made um i'm sorry to have been a part of the toxic environment that got you into that situation i'm sorry i was so naive and did not challenge my own perception to know what was actually happening in that room that sentence doesn't really make sense to me but a lot of words it's just like he was like ooh, perception perception (laughs) um Although I never left the apartment until it was time to go and never purchased alcohol for anybody that night, I did hop up to make a joke for the vlog. Hop up. Hop up. Make a joke. Eh. Um, again, it's he's like, I didn't I didn't buy the alcohol. I don't like I like this just like some big mystery at this point. Like I don't right? think we'll ever know because no, nobody just seems weird. It just like fell from the sky. Nobody seems willing to own up to it, despite the fact that like literal witnesses have said that it was, it Todd, was Todd and <laughs> Jeff. But okay. Um I was trying to say something edgy and crude for a laugh, but it was not funny and I'm ashamed of myself. I am in full support of Hannah coming forward. I cannot imagine the way she feels, and I am so sorry to have been involved. And I understand that my inaction was of equally awful consequence. Um, <laughs> there's still more, but like, let's reflect uh, on that. <laughs> I have, I know we talked about this previously, but I have a problem with apologies when people period. say, period, <laughs> when people say, um, that got you into that situation mm-hmm. instead of like that put you into that situation yeah. because the got, the got word <laughs> makes it, makes it feel like the blame is still on them somehow and it's Mm -hmm. like no you guys put her in that situation yeah she didn't get herself into it you guys put her there and kept her in that situation yeah he went on to say i know i need to continue to educate myself um i sincerely apologize to those i have hurt including sa survivors now i see how my actions added to a culture that allowed this to happen and i am embarrassed that this is what it took for me to learn about the effects of my behavior inaction and ignorant ignorance uh yeah you should be embarrassed that this is what it took for you to realize yeah. that yeah um he finishes it by saying i plan on I fully plan on learning from my mistakes and educating myself through different resources on SA. Hounced. Hounced are you going to educate yourself, babe? I think that's like the main <laughs> takeaway we could give all of these people and just generally like <laughs> listeners at home. <laughs> if you need to apologize, be specific. Yeah. Tell us what you're apologizing for. Otherwise, it's not really anything. Yeah. She's like, sorry that that thing happened. We all know what it was, but wink, I'm not going to say. Yeah. Because that might incriminate me further. <laughs> so I'm just going to be vague. Like I said, so he put this out three days ago. Um, I think if he had put this out right after the article came out, again things probably would have gone better for him I think like people would have read this because I mean like it's a decent apology I guess it's like okay like sure but like Um, you said like an early in the game yeah it's like this would have been good for like the day after the article came out to be like okay yeah sure but it's like this was almost two weeks later I just I wanted I would have expected more um again it's like why is um Jeff the only one who's put money where his mouth is like 
what are you doing monetarily to support people who have been through a similar experience and to like offset the damages that you've caused people in any sort of way you can't change the past and that's you know it is what it is but you can certainly help people who are you know dealing with shit like this today yeah Yeah. (laughs) y'all have a lot of money (laughs) like literally you don't need it you don't need it and it would be the right thing to do so like am I right in saying that Jeff donated ten thousand dollars yeah I think it was ten thousand like that's that's a good donation and Trisha and Ethan also donated yeah they donated what were like like, not really even they I mean like involved more than just like calling out David but they donated what like twenty thousand altogether yeah which is fantastic um like that's that's what you should be doing if you have the sums of money that these people mm-hmm. have <laughs> you have the means to do so I don't because know because of young women viewers also that's exactly like, it I don't know I don't know I just um, feel like this has also slipped under the radar now once again I know I feel like you know it was the first like week or two there was so much like publicity about it that's like not the right word but like so many people were talking about it um and I feel like it's kind of gotten to the point now where everybody's kind of like moved on which is sad um and it's like I don't like I I was thinking about this the other day and it's like I don't even know like what a conclusion to all of this would look like Mm -hmm. realistically um you know obviously David's lost most of his like sponsors he's you know taking his little step back from social media or whatever, like he already was which he was already doing um you know Jeff and Todd have both put out various statements apologizing but also not really owning up completely Agely mentioning things. <laughs> um I they mentioned this on frenemies but Jason's the only one who hasn't said anything well I guess Dom hasn't really said anything but that there's nothing he the can't poll, say the poll that he <laughs> oh. put in his instagram story right. to be fair though there's statement. nothing he could say at this no. point that would no. make anything better even the and he bit. really thinks like you can tell that he really thinks the video that he put out before all of this came to light like mm-hmm. he thinks that's like done <laughs> like set it and forget it it's done <laughs> like i did my apology before yeah. you knew what i was apologizing it was my for. preemptive apology please refer to <laughs> yeah that's very that um i would like to hear what jason has to say yeah, about a lot of things. Oh my god, Kate, can we talk really briefly about the clip that they played on Frenemies of him talking his about daughter. the discomfort that his daughter expressed about living with him and all the Vlog Squad members? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they played a clip, I think it was like off Twitter because I saw people talking mm. about it before I listened to and before they played it on Frenemies. But basically, views the podcast with David and Jason. They were talking about like his daughter Charlie coming to like visit mm-hmm. and like living there. And she sat down with him and was like, Dad, I'm not comfortable. There's like too many boys in this house. And like I'm going through girl things. And so like I'm I'm not comfortable like living here. And Jason's response to that was going, you're not going through girl things. And then making fun of her on a 
platform that a bunch of people probably around her age listened to. It made me so sick to hear that. And it was like, it was like Ethan said, he was like, it must have taken so much for her as like a 10 year old girl to like approach her dad and be like, I need to have like a serious conversation with you. And for him to just completely disregard and invalidate her feelings. And then make fun of it on a podcast. Like, I can't, like, even now, if I had to tell my parents that something they were doing made me uncomfortable, I don't know if I could, like, do that properly. It's very hard. Like, a 10-year-old girl sitting down with her dad and being like, I need privacy, basically, because I'm going through girl things. (laughs) Because I'm a 10-year-old girl. Surrounded by 20-year-old boys. Oh, God. Oh. That just like the thought of that makes me so yeah upset. I also just like can't imagine like the stress of that as like a ten year old. No, I'm just twenty seven like, almost, house. and I don't want to be around twenty year old boys. No, okay? like no, that's a nightmare. That's like ugh. a literal stress dream. No, I don't want. No, that's horrible. And he's just so like, don't talk about your kids like this on a podcast. It's like, so gross. <laughs> Like, literally also the the ex-wife. Like, Trisha was your problem? Like, Trisha being a sex worker was your problem? And not that this is your ex-husband and you're letting your kids go over there? And, like, Trisha, who wasn't even actively doing sex work when her and Jason were together. Not that it should make a difference. Like, it's fine either way. But, like, if that was truly, like, the wife's big concern, it was, like, that was not something Trisha was doing when she was with Jason. So, like, what's no. the concern? And also, but- like, I don't think she would ever, like, do her content in front of the kids or when the kids were at the house even. Like, no. that's not... No. Yeah, like, it's... even if you look back at, like, the old videos around that time, like, whenever the kids were there, she was dressed different, too. Like, she yeah. was, like, trying her best to be, like, quote-unquote proper, or whatever that means. Like... So stupid. These stupid, like, morality, yeah. like, politics or whatever. It's just, like, it's so dumb. It's, like, I, I think about that so much now. I'm just, like, oh, Trisha was who she had a problem with. Yeah. Like, not the fact that, like, her children were living in a frat house. Yeah. And that her daughter, like, like, expressed discomfort. And the fact that, like, multiple people have said that, like, Todd was just there, like, hooking up with girls all the time and, like, doing coke, right? But, like, beside your 10-year-old daughter, that's, like, fine for you. Like, you don't have a problem with that. But you have a problem that, like, Trisha posts OnlyFans content. And, like, like, not even at that time. at the time. That makes, like, every once in a while makes, like, an Adam and Eve review. Like, that's what you're upset about. Like, I, it's insane to me. It's really insane. <sighs> anyway, I really, I feel badly for Jason's kids yeah. and his daughter in particular. I think that must have been, like, a really upsetting experience. And I'm really sad that she expressed that to her dad and he didn't take that Just, seriously. like, laughed in her face, basically, and then made fun of her on the internet. Just, like, invalidated the fact that she's, like, you know, on the cusp of, like, going through puberty yeah. and, like dealing with all the things that come with that privacy i don't think that should be an issue but can you imagine being 10 years old and living in that environment no like that literally like it makes me feel nauseous because like like you said like even now that would be uncomfortable for me like i don't want to be involved in especially like the way they are and you can see in all the videos like the rowdiness of it it's just like i 
I don't want to be involved. Just never would have felt comfortable. I feel very badly for her. I know it's um, very it's very sad. Um shifting gears, do you want to yeah. talk about the Thomas Middleditch? Oh god, all? let's get let's get into men being disappointing. You know what constantly. I was thinking about the other day about mm. how like when we first started doing this podcast it was like right around the time that like the me too movement yeah. was like really kicking off and it just felt like every week on this podcast we were like here's who's trash this week and it was <laughs> in just today's like, news <laughs> it was just like a new men who would like a yeah. new men a new man <laughs> who had like done something awful and it was just like every week that's what we talked about that's what it's kind of felt like the last few yes, episodes like this is this is happening again and that says all that needs to be said yeah. pretty much um Thomas Middleditch um you know him <laughs> um, Silicon Valley comedy bang bang there's a new show I don't know be po- it's like be positive or something it's oh. like about transplants like I don't oh, I don't know okay but you know him from things he's mm-hmm. he comes across as a very like good guy comedian yeah like, you know very, nerdy nice yeah, guy like safe quote-unquote safe which that all should have been a red flag that should have been it should have been but he's been accused by multiple women of groping them of making sexual advances like unwanted in what like goth clubs yeah which adds like a weird extra layer and i don't know why but it just like makes it feel seedier somehow on his part for going into goth clubs and doing that yeah it's like i can't envision this like very like square man at a goth club like he's like the human equivalent of a glass of milk yes i just can't imagine him at like a goth club like it just feels like extra like predatory that you went there see that doesn't feel like your vibe and then you went out of your vibe to like find women to target yeah that's how it feels that's cool um so there's a there's a lot of talk about that um a lot of female comedians coming forward and being like told you tried to tell (laughs) you and then a lot of silence from male comedians mm-hmm. that he works with um particularly i'm gonna say like i'm very disappointed in benny schwab yeah because i feel like you work with him very closely part of me really doubts that you didn't know this kind of stuff was going on or like the least kind of the behavior mm-hmm. how he was well because like as a side note to people who may not know um Thomas Middleditch is in like an open relationship with his wife which like that in itself isn't necessarily like upsetting like Mm -hmm. that's fine like if it's like two consenting people who agree to be in an open relationship however or sorry was his ex-wife are they no longer they're getting she's filing for divorce okay so that good for her yeah him and his wife who are now separated um basically they got married and then the next day he was like oh by the way this is going to be an open relationship and she didn't even like (laughs) like so it wasn't even like a consensual thing, which um, hmm, interesting. <laughs> Lack of consent seems to be a thread, a theme here, if you will. Yeah, I just like you said, that's not like bad in and of itself that like an open relationship, but it was very much like we're married now and you obviously love me and um, I will leave if I can't sleep with other people. 
Like, that is something that really needs to be decided on by both partners. Before you get married. Like, with, like, full, like, wholeheartedly agreed upon prior. Like, this can't be, like, an ultimatum after you get married. Where you're like, well, now I've trapped you in this marriage. So if you don't agree with this, I'm gone. Also, like, how, like, it's skeezy regardless. Mm. But, like, how skeezy is it, like, the day after? Like, literally the day after. But just not even like like, months after you get married, a year after you're married, you bring this up. It feels so deliberate, you know? Yeah, like you said, like now you're trapped. Just feels like like a aha, I got you. Yeah, because if it had been like, you know, like a few months or a year, maybe it was just like, you know, now that we've like been in the relationship for a while, Mm -hmm. I just think that like this might be beneficial, like blah, 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 whatever people say to like make these things work. Um, then like maybe but it's just like you knew that this is what you wanted you mm-hmm. waited until you were married and this for woman, the like, purpose of her not being able to say no this woman was like contractually obligated yeah. <laughs> to like stay with you yeah and then you're like just kidding I want to sleep with other people and you have to be happy about that like oh oh it's so gross it's so disappointing that things like this keep happening like it just feels like very tiring as like a woman to enjoy things because <laughs> like you just can't no you can't um you can't it, and like you were saying it's so unfortunate when something like this happens and the men are just radio silent yeah again it's like going back to the david dobrik thing it's like more women in that situation or like people who like more women who know david have spoken up than like men who know david yeah. um and it's, like, the same with the Thomas Middleditch situation. It's, like, female comedians, women comedians have been, like, I'm not shocked by this because I've had this interaction with him. Yeah. Um, and it would just be, like, really helpful if somebody like Ben Schwartz or, I don't know, Scott Ackerman, <laughs> who, like, literally, like, platforms this guy could yeah. maybe say something. Like, I don't – there's a lot of – situations with like earwolf specifically where like a lot of people who have been on comedy bang bang or just like on other earwolf related podcasts have like ended up being predators in some way and it just feels like at what point do you know like do you know this of them because I feel like it would be hard to not considering how many women are now saying like yeah see told you like the uh cinnamon toast crunch guy oh he was earwolf related yeah and uh every single woman ever on twitter was like (laughs) yeah he's a predator i was in therapy because of i was in a relationship with him it was startling the number of women who came forward about him yeah like i had never heard of this man until the cinnamon toast crunch of it all and then you know he had his like 15 minutes of fame and like twitter fame or whatever yeah and then everybody was like he is a terrible person and i was like okay noted <laughs> like literally that meme where it's like i hate that i know what these words mean together where it was like cinnamon toast crunch guy got milkshake ducks just like bean dad what? oh god my our brains are broken like they really are broken it's just like I feel like especially disappointed like scott ackerman i'm disappointed in because he hasn't said anything obviously but mm. like I like he has him on the show occasionally. I think that if he had like a podcast 
under Earwolf. Yeah. I think there would be more of like, you need to say something right now. Mm-hmm. I'm very disappointed in Ben Schwartz because he has like his improv team with him, like Middle Ditch and Schwartz. They have their special on Netflix. Like, yeah. I feel like you should be saying something and it's just like radio silence. I feel like this is just a good opportunity to remind people that we just like shouldn't trust like straight white men who do improv. Oh, I think God, maybe that's all the, the lesson. red flags were there. I think that's the lesson we can all take away from yeah. this is um, we don't need that. We don't need that in our lives. <laughs> Not for us. I just think they they let us know that they they were that type of person <laughs> that should have been the first red flag no it's so unfortunate though and like you and I like have kind of already had this conversation but like it's so hard like when something like this comes out and it's a person that you enjoy or you enjoy mm-hmm. like what they make or what they do it's so hard to then like have to reconcile the fact that oh they're a terrible person they're an abusive person right but they like, it's like made where do we go thing. from here <laughs> they made this thing that brought me joy mm-hmm. but now I'm finding out that they're a really terrible person and it's like multiple instances of being terrible yeah and like oh, I can't think of her name now she's a comedian she was on Silicon Valley and she's also in Resident Alien and I oh. can't think of her name now but she's the one who tweeted you sent me her tweet where mm. she was like America's favorite funny man who looks like he lives in a <laughs> clock or whatever <laughs> her she like she had said like when when the stuff came out about tj miller oh god he had said like he's not the only creep on silicon valley set and like listen listen to what people are saying i like listen to women it's amazing what information you can get from them if you just listen you acknowledge that they're credible (laughs) for anything it's so unfortunate. I just, um, I really wish men would stop ruining things. Just like, please, like, stop being predatory and then stop making it so that, like, your predatory actions, like, ruin everything for everybody. Yeah. Just like, not only are you a pervert, but you're also just like benefiting off of like people enjoying you and then it's like oh now I can't enjoy things now I feel guilty about that that's literally it though ick very gross very upsetting don't care for that no bit of information we don't stand that we can't we can't Which is, um, yeah, it sucks. It sucks when something is ruined because a man had to go and be a fucking abusive piece of shit. Like, how about just don't do that? Like, I've, I personally, the both of us, I think we find it very easy not to. I was gonna say, but it seems to be hard. (laughs) It comes naturally to most people to not be predatory, I think. Um, so maybe some men could give it a try. I just like don't really think it's that hard but you know maybe exert yourself a Mm -hmm. little bit if you're finding it difficult to not be terrible in every possible way just um some food for thought I guess just throwing it out there (laughs) as two outsiders we're just floating ideas around no skin in this game Mm -mm. but fuck you Thomas Middleditch (laughs) just big ol' 
who's limited the comments on all his Instagram posts. Uh, a telltale sign that you're innocent. <laughs> yes. Never has anyone done anything wrong. And then, like, why don't you open that up? Let's discuss. Open the floor. Let's, let's talk. Let's talk. <laughs> let's remain playful together. God, it's so gross. It's really awful. Disappointment. I um I'm I'm so I live in constant fear that John Mulaney I know or Bo Burnham I know will do something to disappoint me Don't and I know it's only it. a matter of time as to straight white comedian yeah. um comedians that it's bound to happen but mm-hmm. I'm not emotionally prepared no. for that That's how I feel. I feel like the, the my top <laughs> one has fallen. <laughs> I can't. From Grace. I can't handle it. No. It's just like, come on. <laughs> we don't have a lot because especially, of men. <laughs> we don't have a lot, especially in these current times. Yes, that's literally it. It's just like, come on. And it's like, we obviously, we know this is not about us. Like, no, like, please duh. don't take it that way. But like, it just makes you go like, come on come on it's like it's not about us obviously it's like about like the women who have come forward who have been victimized by like these like awful men like they're the ones who matter in the situation but it is hard like when there's something that's been created by a person and it's something that like you really enjoy Mm -hmm. like brings you happiness and then you find out that the person who created it is like not a good person yeah like again it's like how do you reconcile the fact that something that like once brought you so much joy was made by an absolute douchebag yes and it's just like you feel like gross like there's like a guilt and then there's like a ew like ew because you can never enjoy it the same way again you know god men why do you do this it's really so simple to not and yet without fail every time they're like no I will be gross actually like hmm, I know it's like socially not acceptable to like touch people without their permission but like Mm. I'm a man so I'm going to and I don't think it should be a problem right would that be good for you like very that very that gross gross is all I have to say is there anything else you wanted to um, touch on this week? Oh, I think that that's really, that covers it. I think we covered all the ground. Yeah, no, I mean, it's been, it's been a week. It's been it's a day. Been, it's been a day? Um, oh, Don't more. forget <laughs> that you can always follow us on social media. We're on Twitter and Instagram at honestlypod and facebook.com slash honestlypod you can email us at the honestlypodcast at gmail.com if you're interested in sponsoring this show do let us know if you're as mentioned earlier if that is your thing to neurotic women who have a podcast you would like to fund their lives um you have some ways to contact us. Yeah. Just if you're like a good Samaritan who wants to support us. Yes. 
that would mean a lot to us. Um, we also have a website, which is the honestlypodcast.wixsite.com slash home. Don't forget the slash home. It will lead you nowhere. Nowhere. <laughs> nowhere. Um, we have merchandise for merchandise. That's another great way you can support yeah. us and this podcast. Uh. Help us keep the lights on over here. Um, you can go to honestlypod.threadless.com or you can go to our website and click on the little merch tab and it'll take you right there. Wow. The Check magic it out. of websites. Check it out. Um, it, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen. We are on Apple Podcasts. We are on Spotify. We are on SoundCloud. We are on Pocket Casts. We are on other Audible. places. Hi, again, we don't know. Pod if you're bean. listening to <laughs> beans. Oh, the beans in the party. Look at that party. You're the best bean I ever seen. I love that TikTok so much. So good. Um, if you do leave us a review on Apple Podcast, Apple Apple Podcast. <laughs> Opals and bananas. I like, I like to, to oat, 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 oat. Opals and bonos. Nar. Um, nar. Nar. The nars. <laughs> We're losing our minds. If you do leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, don't forget to take a screenshot of it and send it to us. And in return, we'll send you some limited edition Honestly Bad stickers. And once again, they are limited in their edition. We cannot stress that enough. Get them while they're hot. And they are sizzling. Scorcherine. Scalderine. They're like a little fajita tray that they bring out at restaurants. Uh, don't touch it. Don't touch it. It's sizzling hot. away. Those are those stickers. Everyone's going to look as they bring the stickers to you. It's going to watch. It'll be really great. And you'll feel like kind of embarrassed, but like also like happy. I'm you're like, like I made cool. the right choice. <laughs> it does feel like when they're singing happy birthday to you and you're like, oh my God, it's kind of fun to be like the center of attention but also i do want to die that's what the fajitas feel yeah. like and that's what the stickers will also feel like it's like i'm a little embarrassed that all this attention is on me but also oh, like kind of loving kind of it cool. everyone's <laughs> jealous of my sizzling fajitas Sizzle. uh we've really lost the plot but <laughs> um is that it though that's Are we? All. okay <laughs> bye bye <laughs> 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 <laughs>